He was one band from one band. What said they were from Sheffield? Called Feral Family. I signed four years ago, but they're actually from Scunthorpe. <laughs> they just said. Welcome to That Sound, the podcast which explores the inner workings of Sheffield's music industry and the people who keep it running. My name is Aaliyah Dublin and I'm joined by my co-hosts Rosie Knapp, Amy Varley and Connor Newbit. Today's episode looks at music promotion and how a Sheffield record label sees the industry. Hello, today we are here with Rob Hurst. Rob, will you tell us a bit about what you do? Okay, <laughs> yeah. I um, I run a marketing business and a record label. The marketing does DPR, radio, online, press, Spotify playlisting, social media growth, and then the record label. I sign artists and develop them, uh, and hopefully their career gets better. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> and that's it. Amazing. We're going to ask you all about your role and opinions about the Sheffield music industry and just everything that you do. But first, we are going to do a bit of music news for the episode. Um, And this came out a couple of months ago, but I thought it'd be interesting to talk about anyway. So the tram lines line up. What does everyone think about it? Has everyone seen it? Um, Yeah, I feel like a little bit of an old lady because I know about two people on this. (laughs) I was going to say the exact same thing. I don't know whether this is the emo in me coming out or something, but I just have no idea. Oh, pale waves are there, Amy. We know that. I know. But I, no, I, every, everything else, I've got absolutely no clue. I personally think it's yeah, the best one yet. Here. Do you? Yeah, I think it's the best one yet. There's so many bands on there I'd love to go and see, but I'm working somewhere else, so I can't go. So um, oh, no. I'm working for the Parrot Tram Mine's French, so I can't attend it, but yeah. Richard Ashcross, one of my heroes, so Block oh. Party, Circle Waves. There's, there's a fair few. Cortinas, I'm not a massive fan, but I might seen them live. My yeah. mum said the same thing. She she said Richard Ashcroft, like, that would be the, the big one for her. And hey. I'm not going to lie, I didn't hear of him before. He used to be the Verve, the singer of the Verve. The oh, Netflix okay. Bit of Sweet Symphony on them, but he's done, like, five solo albums since. I love him, mm. one of my favourite artists. Uh, yeah, he's a bit depressing, but... I like depression. <laughs> yeah, aren't we all? <laughs> I can't lie. I'm really like, if I was going to this, I'd be excited for Kate Nash, Katie B, Kaiser Chiefs, and Sugar Babes. That'd be my top ones. Yeah, I bet Sugar Babes. Yeah, I like Kate Nash. Mm. But she'd have to do like, I don't think I've like listened to like any new stuff from her. No, neither actually. But it's just imagine being there for Foundations Live. Oh yeah. Especially if you're going for a breakup. I know, oh, I had to do it on the karaoke the other day. Too much, too much <laughs> drinks and I was doing foundations. Why? Why not? Exactly, iconic song. <laughs> True, great song, great like, song. I do like some of the smaller bands. I don't know, like, how many you guys know, but Dead Letter I've really got into recently. Does yeah, they're good. Yeah, yeah, I'm desperate to talk to them at some point. They, they're amazing. Um, I know Vivas and I know Weekend Recovery. I've worked with them before. They're decent. They're local yeah. as well. They're, they're from Sheffield. Oh, really? So that's bit that good for them. I was going to ask, like, do we think that it's important for tram lines? It's based in Sheffield. Do we think it's important to have Sheffield local artists? Yeah, definitely. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be pointless otherwise. That's how it started, initially. 
it's sure. just so then it's just sort of a, a less big reading in Leeds then isn't it if it's not about Sheffield that's a really good yeah point. I mean that's how it initially started in the city centre to get business for local businesses um and majority of the acts what were playing were all local mm. that's oh, how wow. it started oh yeah I think you might have mentioned before that um it was like on Dev Green and things like that yeah just all over the city yeah, that's it. That's it. Wait, it initially started by my friend, or he was one of the people that started it or suggested it, who runs Fabul Parrot, where I work for Chamas Friends. It was an initiative to get all the local businesses good, good sense of revenue over the summer when uh, obviously the students might not be there or what have you, and they'll be. They wanted money, they wanted revenue. That's how I initially started. That's what the idea was about, basically. Fill bars and that to make your revenue and put a big festival on, and it's just, it's just grown since then. Wow. What's it held that's now? Cool. Where did they put it? Hillsborough. Yeah, it's Hillsborough Park now, yeah. But it's not a bit in city centre, but that's yeah. John Lyons Fringe. So it's like two separate festivals now. Is that the main one? And there's the one in the city centre still, um, which I work at. So is there anything yeah. we don't like about the this year's tram lines lineup? Just Reverend the fact the that makers. I know too. <laughs> Reverend the makers they play every year on boardroom. Oh uh, I'm also okay, gonna be yeah. jealous though as well, so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're just like, why can't I have a go? Why can't I play it, please? <laughs> Get me up there with Richard Ashcroft. You'll be fine. Oh, I'd cry. I'd just break down tears. <laughs> <laughs> Some bubbly mess on stage. <laughs> God, same to be fair. <laughs> right, I'll ask you some stuff now about yourself because, you know, that's why you're here. But you, you help out with Tramlines Fringe, like you said. How does that feel like being involved in something so you're from Sheffield you, you know you're involved in something that's iconic to Sheffield how is that for you? So I never thought about it like that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I feel that's a fact I do feel really proud I'm part of it especially being on the Saturday at Frog and Parrot is a venue where I've played for years back in the past my friend runs it uh, for him to ask me and trust me to put the line up on and manage it all day it's it's quite I feel incredibly proud and I've been working at other venues as well over Friday and the Sunday, we're all fucking parrot, like Indigo, where I'm working at now. Um, I'm booking bands on there, so it's just, it's a fair, I, I don't think about it too much, I'm too, too, I'm too busy enjoying it to think about what it's all about, I'm just doing it. Um, yeah. Then I get to meet artists I've worked with over the year, but some of them I've not even met before. So it's nice to meet in person, have a drink with them, have a laugh with them, and then have a good day. Yes, I love it. I'm knackered after this, but I love it. I'm always tired because I had too much to drink, not because I've worked too hard. <laughs> That's good though. You should be able to enjoy it, I think. Like it's better that you're in the moment than overthinking it. Yeah, it's better. I mean, I, I, I run the stage with two friends from London. Well, Kelly, you've met, I think, I haven't you? Uh, yeah. He's one of them. Uh, and a girl called Mel who's like a photographer and a promoter, a blogger. So we kind of then took them to Sheffield. So I spent a bit of time with them and they're good friends of mine. So it's more of a party than it is work. It's more of a celebration. Um, it's just a great day. And uh, touch wood, I've not had one single band drop out yet in four years, so I'm, I'm riding my luck a bit with that one. So I've yeah. never said it, they'll all drop out. I'm going to say, you said it, <laughs> I've got myself future chaos. <laughs> Fifth year, that's where it ends, apparently. Yeah, done. <laughs> Career over. See you later. <laughs> so, onto your like record label, how do you approach like signing and working with bands? What do you do going into that? Um, it's quite a strange one because 
a lot of time I've heard of him before I go see him live. And I see him live and I, I just I just know from the previous results I've got with other artists how far I can take him on the, on their their standard. But initially how it first started was working about from London doing pretty well, I call false false heads. I didn't technically te- technically really sign them. I was friends with the singer. And when I started doing the label, they approached me, funny enough, which is quite strange. She was the other way around. Um and I learned everything about how to win a label with their management because they'd already been signed to another label before, which was um, Drummer for Liberty's label. They were already on that. So they'd been and done it all before. So I had to learn really, I learned within about six, seven months how to do everything at once. And it was a bit scary because they have a clue. Uh, but after that, it's just a case of seeing them live. And if I get a buzz about them, I know the people will. Um, so I just got to sell cam. I like you. Would you be interested in working with me? Say a bit more about what I do. Uh, which is always difficult because I always get incredibly shy about approaching bands saying, hey, I want a record label, I'm right, cool. It's not cool at all because we lose shitloads of money. <laughs> so <it's very laughs> and I stress about it. And um, and afterwards, I regret it. I don't really, but at times I do regret it. Um, but it's exciting. It's especially when you get like results, like, for example, I've had bands, David Singers land on Radio 1. Um, like, that's pretty exciting. And I think the labels I'd over... Well, four years. I it was up. I didn't do anything last year. So basically, at four out four about five years of me running it, I think that's something like twenty five million streams overall on so on, on like old digital net things. I never had the top forty single like that, but it's done some good things. Uh, some incredible like interviews on big like Guardian and NME. I did some of them before, and it's like, how have we gone from like me just saying I want to sign it to getting that up? And, it, and I put a team around us as well. It's not just me. Like we have a, a really good radio plugger on board. Um, if they're too big for my, my, my PR company, which they can be, I have to get another PR company where I can get better results. Um, I've got management, I've got publishing and sync company, I've got distribution company. So it's about 10 of us all together, what I pull in together to make it work. It's not, it's not just me. So I don't want to take all credit for it. Um, yeah, but it's just exciting. I mean, I just signed a band this year, first band I've signed in 14 months. And their debut singles out in May, and I can't wait for them. I'm, I'm excited. I can't sort of listen to uh, the majority of people I've shared them with don't like them, which is upsetting a bit, but I can't expect everyone to like them, can I? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I definitely like everyone that you've shown me. I think you've got great taste. Like, and the, you get so passionate about it, and that's all you can ask for from someone you're working with. Like, yeah, that's I'm, the I'm main a, selling point. I'm a bit obsessed with it. I'm a bit obsessed with it. I, I can say to somebody, I'm going to sit down and do tours with for work, and I'm still there for about 10 hours. And that person goes, I thought we were going out, I thought we were meeting up. And, oh, yes, I forgot. It does get me in some trouble with people, especially like relationships and stuff. Like, it gets me into trouble because I'm like, oh, I said every two hours and I've been like 10. <laughs> like, like, just waiting around for me. It's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't get That's obsessed fine. with it. Ambition's attractive. Is it? That's what I always say, yeah. I, I'll, 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 I'll remember that when I'm uh, getting packed in. Is it when next time I lose my next relationship, I'll think of that. When I'm crying, <laughs> when I'm crying listening to Richard Ashcroft, I'll, I'll remember that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You've got my validation. That's all that matters. William. <laughs> so, because you're so passionate and you love it so much, what has been a standout moment for you in your career? Like something you just think, wow, I can't believe I'm here. For me personally, it was when I was in a band and we got signed. We had a record deal. Under 23 charts. That was 2007. That was an highlight for me on a personal level. But um, I think every... We found some fans in PR company. I think every time it's his birthday, so it's five years old this December or November, right about that time, I get a Facebook memory, what reminds me, I always forget the date. To get to five years and still making money off it and it being a full-time business, full-time job, should I say, that's always incredibly important because I never intended to make money from it. I never, I did, I started it off as an hobby 
with no intention of me becoming a full-time job. So every time I get that tap on, I'm like, wow, I've done it for another year. <laughs> How have I done that? <laughs> and every year it gets bigger and there's the level of so where we get better. Like a lot I've shared with you. Um, I never intended to work with people like that. So it's when, when they do, when I do work with them and I get and they do well, it's just like, how's this happened just from just me wanting to do something different to be becoming a full-time job and sharing moments with their careers. Um, good and bad. You get some bad ones, you get some good ones, but um, it's the majority, it's good. Like it's not for worse me working with a band, which I've done before, which is, which is a low point. You mid you mid campaign working with them, and then you see like, oh, it's like what? Like the singers went off with drummer's girlfriend or something, <laughs> and band's completely done. And I've just spent three months working with him. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you just can't do that, just get another drummer, it's all right. Yeah. Talk to him. No, no one needs the drummer. It's not about the front man, it's not the drummer, he just hits things. I'd be like, I'm here for the drama. <laughs> I know, I'm here for the drama. <laughs> I like think that would be quite a good marketing thing. <laughs> this yeah. big scandal within the band. Yeah, I should have used it. Should have See, I've learned something from you. I should have used that as a tool. <laughs> Not walk away and cry. I'm just had a pie. No, follow, yeah, it with a, a, follow it with a breakup album, it'll be fine. Yeah, I was going to say, like, this next album is about the drummer that, yeah. like, was so right <laughs> <laughs> What's the album called? You cheating? Course, <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, you're a promoter as well, and you do you do a lot for Indigo. Like you've been working for them at the minute, haven't you? Um, yeah. So, what do you do there? Well, funny enough, I've got it only because my accountant knows obviously accountant knows what I do for a living. And it helps with business. So he's just invested in that business. So he wanted to put a student night on on a Monday entitled Corporation Nightclub, which I, I think is going to be great. And then on the Wednesday, they want to put some bands with them. So basically, I'm like an events manager on two nights there, starting off. Um, and if it's a success, I might start doing it in more venues. Because um, I think I've been, I think this year I've been asked to work in four different venues in Sheffield, um, including Frog and Parrot, which I do every year anyway. Um, but I've always turned them down because one, I didn't had the right set for it, two, I've not had the time for it, and three, they've not really been, in my opinion, wanting to work with the artist. They've more been more about making money for themselves. So I think that's where it's going to fall flat because artists aren't going to want to perform there if they're not getting the decent sound set up or decent promotion, whatever. So, and, I, and they didn't end up doing it anyway because they weren't they just wanted to make money. So. But that events management, basically, without me rambling on, that's what I do. <laughs> Just going off on a tangent. <laughs> no, it's good. Who are, who are some of the bands that you're going to be putting on? Have you decided any yet? Anything you can tell us? Not yet, because they've not given me the first date yet to book any, but we had uh, an Archie Monkey Street band on last Saturday, uh, and I booked the support bands for that. That were good. They're doing a lot of cover bands at the minute, because they get a lot of football fans going on a Saturday for the good Sheffield United game, so they're putting on like cover bands for say like Beautiful South or people whatever, a generation like football, it sounds a bit daft, like dance generation. Just a, just a little bit older than what I am right now, like my brother's age. For people like my brother, we still go out like this one's listening to Oasis and that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and I was like, yeah, so they're doing that, which is great. But until, I think it's, I think the next week, they're going to give me some dates mm-hmm. to start booking bands. But initially it's going to be local. Maybe like two local bands and in the middle of one who's touring, getting them on in the middle. Uh, and I'll forget about 100, 100 soldier people every night, which is going to be hard, but it'd be nice. It'd be mm, good. Definitely possible. The only problem we've think... got is Washington next door. They do the same thing. So you've got two <laughs> venues side yeah. by side. 
what's competing for the same pretty much, I don't know, audience will go out on a Wednesday and have a few beers when we watch live music, so that's going to be tough, but we'll, uh, we'll give it a go. Do you think you will do um, like quite new bands or like what's your, what's you going to, I don't know, how are you going to go into that? Like, If they've given me the opportunity for both to be fair, they've said that, initially I've said to them we should work with local bands, really, just to get it off the ground so they start making money as a venue. But they've also said that they're going to give me a budget of up to X, Y and Z uh, to attract maybe touring bands what can pull a crowd. Um, and obviously keep it free and show on the door, whereas like this band might come play at 11 like nine quid ticket, pay them a fee, and you come and play and we get everyone in and they make money off a bar. Um, but I think it's just a case of getting it off the ground first, running it, getting it every week doing it and then seeing about if we can pull in. Like speak to a few booking agents with bands, I don't know, I'm looking at so, for example, Channel Lines thing, maybe ask someone like every friend of us to play the local, but they're going to pull a massive crowd. They're worth paying a grand to play, in my opinion. So it might be worth doing something like that. Every friend of us like that. So stuff like that. See, see how we start off and then build up and say, well, we'll ask this band to do it. Because they're willing to put money into it, which is good. Um, but it's not good putting money into it if they're going to lose money. So that's where, I, that's where I'm supposed to come in and do, and do, my, do my thing. <laughs> Advise. I'll probably ruin them in about a month, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll be closed by the time this comes out. I won't be able to leave your flat because I'll go out. I'll be expected to come chase me down the street with pickaxes and that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like you've got enough experience to know what's like what's going to work anyway. Um, because you have actually been Sheffield music scene from day one, pretty much. You like feel like you've seen a lot of it. You've worked in a lot of it. Yeah. What's your opinion of the Sheffield music scene? I mean, when I was younger, like when I first came to music scene about 2002, 2001, when I started being in bands, um, it was a bit dispersed. But usually around 2003, old bands started hanging out together. And it was it was great. Like, you're good at club, as you know what, where that place is, before Ledmore. And you get about 20 bands in there before they're good at Ledmore. You get like the Tunkies in front of before they did anything. Little Man Tate, my bands and other bands, uh, Revenue Makers, we're all drinking there and hanging out together. So we kind of created a scene. But no one would come out and watch our bands. We'd like we're watching each other, but no one would be coming out. The Arctic Monkeys just did what they did. And it just changed. People start coming out looking for the next Arctic Monkeys. Every band overnight changed their sound to Arctic Monkeys, which I found incredibly embarrassing. Um, <laughs> and that's why my band didn't do very well, because we only band what didn't do it. So I regret it as well. I should have, I should have told me why I've done it. And I might have been a musician. Uh, but yeah, and then after that, after about 2007, when my band did all right, it was still good. But about 2010, it just he just died down. And like now I don't see bands hanging out together anymore like they used to. They might, they might do a little bit, but, and there is some good bands around in Sheffield again. There is, but it's not like it used to be, in my opinion. There's some good ones, but by 2005, 2010, you had at least 20 that were decent, that were really good. And now you're lucky if you can say five or six off top of your head. Um, and some of them you don't even know about. I don't know about a lot of them, um, which is a bit weird. Um, yeah, it's, it's a bit strange. I think it should be better. I think there should be more support for bands in Sheffield. The venues yeah. aren't there for them, to, for them to perform. At a certain level, the venues, like, they're a lot smaller than the venues anymore because a lot of them's gone. So bands can't perform live as well. And, like, they might want to play at Washington, but it's a three-month waiting list. Um, so maybe that's where we come in, Indigo, and then get bands in there. That might be, might be our niche. Um, but it's not as good as it used to be. Um, there's not as much support. There's not much, there's not, there's no education for that. You go to Manchester or Liverpool, there's education support from to, to make a good band become sustainable in terms of revenue, how to make, generate money. They, they, 
the contacts and stuff, there's, there's that support from the Sheffield that doesn't seem to be there. I'm not saying it's not there, but I don't, I'm not aware of it. Um, but maybe that water there was over in Sheffield, uh, just down the road on Rundle Street, maybe that could be the key to that. Uh, that could be good. Because um, they've got one in Brighton and, that, and apparently that's doing pretty well. So next one is Sheffield. And they're doing like mentoring and things like that there, uh, which is something else I might be doing for them. That's top secret though. Because uh, I've not put my CV in yet and you've asked me to. Uh, but that's what they're trying to do. So maybe that's good for it. And then bands might, instead of like giving up so easy, to get the right education support to carry on and not lose the, the will to live, I suppose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you think that yeah. comes from sort of like it being... Because when I like when I think of like the music industry as a whole, it's very London centric. It's very southern. Like, if you want to yeah. make it as a musician, that's where you need to be. Do you think that is why it kind of falls apart? I mean, and obviously, like you said, there's like Manchester and Liverpool and stuff, but sort of northern music scenes are sort of falling apart because it's so focused on London. Yeah, trust me. Yeah, I do agree with that to some degree. Because when I went a band, my band was about moving to London, like it's like 2003. Because we didn't think Sheffield. Going to get us anywhere, um, so we wanted, we went about moving to London because we thought if we went to London we'd get. And it, to be fair, we thought that, but the truth is we weren't good enough. <laughs> that was a truth. To be fair, we weren't particularly like good at writing love songs and not. I mean, we were rubbish at it. Um, but we did believe if we went to London it'd make us better. But we didn't actually realise his music was rubbish. <laughs> so <laughs> we were young kids who were arrogant. But yeah, we believed that, and I think a lot of bands. I know a lot of bands went to London, or kids who are in Sheffield. They got they got a they find a job in London or the university and they start a band there and not doing Sheffield because it is better in London. But you know, I don't it's like the whole dream, isn't it? Like you go, you move to the big city, you know, yeah. do your band, you make it big. All the big record labels have got like, headquarters down there. Um, mm. You just believe it's down, that's where it's at. But any day, you still got to be good enough. If you, if you go to London, you've got more competition as well. With more bands yeah. there. So, so fair, like, that standard's probably better in London than it is, say, Sheffield. Do you have like a couple of local, maybe smaller up and coming bands in Sheffield that you could name that you're like, because you're quite good at seeing, you're hearing someone new, seeing their potential. Do you see anyone that you're like, they're going to make it or they're just really good? Oh, I'll have to think about this one. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a few. Um, I think we can recover it. I, I can't tell you what I know about them, but uh, I think they might do something this year on a different name. I'm not supposed to say that, by the way. That was top secret, Ali. I know that. Well, not only I know it, but I'm not supposed to share it. They might do something, and they're, 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 they're about to do something with somebody else, so that they might come out of nowhere. Mm. Um, I, there's, a, there's a band called Spaff. Um, I love that name, Spaff. It just sounds incredibly <laughs> wrong. So aggressive. Uh, uh, and uh, I've not seen them live yet, but my mate, Matt, who works with Shalai, he raves about them. They're supposed to be really, really good. You can see them. I like Perfect Parachute Picture, whether they do anything or not. I love them, I think they're great live. Uh, if you like Royal Blood, yeah, the Sheffield version of Royal Blood. Um, there's, there's a few good singer songwriters what, what are doing well. Um, I, until the Shakes, not was, I know not everyone's cup of tea, but they saw that Lemon last week. Uh, do you know what I mean? So they're doing something, they've got a fan base, and then support like for that was Sam Schneider. I said he's saying, right, uh, if I haven't Sam, I'm sorry. Uh, I've worked with him, he's a great songwriter. Uh, he does, he, he, he's got potential to be well. There's, there's, there's a few to be fair. I could be all day, and I better miss yeah. someone out. And if someone ever sees this, they go, Why did you say my band, Rob? Like, <laughs> um, like Viva's are doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're definitely main stage at Child Minds. They seem to be doing well. Uh, there's, there's a few to be fair. There's, there's quite a lot. They, they seem to pop up now and again. I quite like uh, work on TV. They're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, they're getting like quite 
like I'm seeing them a lot everywhere. Yeah, I see them everywhere. And I know, I know Brad, one of the members, because he works at Washington. Uh, mm. So that's why I see it from him. Uh, I like them. There's, there's a few. I'm trying to look at some listening off, uh, off this list on channel. Might as well I could just drop in so I don't feel bad. But yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> there's a couple of, there's a, some really good like young singer-songwriters. Um, I've actually forgot her name now. Uh, yeah, I forgot her name. Don't matter. Um, she's really good. Um, there's loads, there's loads. I just yeah. can't think off the top of my head. <laughs> I'm going to come off this and they're like, oh, I'm going to buy this one, I'm going to buy this one. Keep messaging and saying, oh, can we put this one in? But no, there's, there's a few, but they, they tend to come and go, some bands don't tend to break yeah. through. I mean, there's a lot of bands I used to like but aren't going anymore, but still together, they just disappeared. Like I used to love Stella Dome and Crow. They were ace, but they've gone quiet and two brothers. Uh, I don't know why they've gone quiet, but yeah. It's that's the thing, thing though, it, it's when that support sort of disappears, and I think that's why having like record labels and like PR companies in Sheffield is important because if that just disappears, like we were talking about venues and how if they don't provide that support, then people just give up on it. There's no sort of like, I think, sense of hope for people if they don't have the yeah. the companies and the teams that know what they're doing available to them. That's true, but you've also made me feel really guilty, by the way. So I'm not signed one single band from Sheffield ever. <laughs> <laughs> He's such I've, an I've, important part of the community. I've worked with so many bands from Sheffield who've paid me to do their marketing, but I've never signed one from Sheffield. Oh, the well, one, I'll forgive you then. The closest, closest one was from, she- from Rotherham, I think they were. Were they from Rotherham? Yeah. Oh, that counts. Does that, does that count? Yeah. Sheffield? Yeah. hate me. I, I'm not from Sheffield, so I feel like I can't say that. Uh, yeah, how you just like, yeah, that counts. <laughs> I, I'll throw it in there. Sheffield and Rotherham are kind of I, yeah. I, feel, I feel sick with guilt now. <laughs> I don't really like okay. Yeah, he's like, well, tough luck. <laughs> yeah, never mind. I'm, I'm gonna have to try and work on it now. Who was one band from one, one band what said they were from Sheffield? Called Feral Family I signed four years ago. But they're actually from Scunthorpe. <laughs> but they just said they, but they but they just said they were from Sheffield because they didn't want to send them from Scunthorpe. Fair enough. Fair. I'd do yeah. the same thing. That's so, uh, so that now. <laughs> I uh, I think that's pretty much the end of all of our questions do you want to i don't know how many people will see it but if you want to promote your facebook pages instagrams everything yeah free free. Yeah. yeah i'm looking forward to uh, watching it back being incredibly embarrassed about where i speak and sharing <laughs> it with like thousands of people because <laughs> a lot of people say i sound like i'm from manchester and that really offends me <laughs> it does I don't know why, but yeah, I think I'm very Sheffield, but it used, it yeah. used to really upset me when I used to like bring up, bring up artists, because I, 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 I typed in my email, and it's all like really good English, and it's really well written, and when you speak to me on phone, uh, initially sometimes when we got wrong number, because I went, oh, oh yes, sorry, I do apologise about my Sheffield accent, and at first, I used to be right worried about it, but for some reason, I think it actually works in your favour, I don't know why, yeah, I think people find the Sheffield accent quite endearing, so I, I, I kind of, yeah, I don't shy away from it now. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Your Facebook and Instagram is at, is it Fans for Bands and everything? Fans for Bands UK. Yeah, yeah Fans for Bands UK. I'm not one of those keyboard warriors spamming people. I'm just using it for marketing. I'm not like going around like messaging <laughs> people saying, like messaging Gary and saying, you crap. Um, <laughs> I just need to promote music. It's <laughs> a sort of weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I won't argue with that. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Love you too. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Right. Thanks so much. No I'm sure I'll see you at some point, hopefully soon. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, cheers. Anytime. It was nice to speak to you.
Yeah, you too. Take care. Cheers, Bye. Thank you. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of That Sound. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and review our podcast wherever you're listening. To see some behind the scenes and keep up with the podcast, follow us on social media at That Sound Pod. Keep in touch and let us know what you're listening to.